Okay, I almost got wiped out with water. <laughs> okay, well, the time has now come and it's the end of my time in Mexico. When I first started my trip, my intention for myself was to surrender. To surrender to what my inner guidance was telling me as far as where to go, when to go, and what to do with myself altogether. So I'm sitting here on the beach. It's the first time that I'm really up close and I think it's near a full moon by the time I'm recording this, which is the day before I'm leaving Mexico. And it is high tide, so the waves are crashing like crazy, and I love it. Earlier, I just sat at the edge of the, the waves and let them crash into my body. Felt so good, especially during this time where there's so much intensity in the world and um, all that's going on. I hope that you're okay wherever you are, and uh, I want to take you on a little adventure. This is the field trip episode. So we're on the beach right now, and I'm going to be taking you through the airport, Puerto Vallarta, into San Francisco, and I have a connecting flight to San Diego. So we will see how it goes. And for anyone that's listening later, just for the record, this is the time of coronavirus where things are just starting to open up in some places, especially the U.S. The Embody podcast accompanies you on your journey of remembering and embodying your true nature integration and alignment with your vibrational clarity, self-love, and living a life of beauty and wholeness. It's a menu of transformative healing tools, experientials, meditations, and practices from a blend of family constellations, somatic therapies, and holistic and spiritual practices sprinkled with vulnerable conversations with people who have the courage to be themselves, Alive Now episodes with updates on my personal process, and reverie episodes that are spiritual succulents that honor, reveal, hug, shake, or stir you into love. I'm your host, Candice Wu, integrative and intuitive healing facilitator and artist. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today. I am on the beach right up close to the water about 10 feet away from me the ocean a bit south of Puerto Vallarta and I've been here for over two months during this whole experience of coronavirus 19 it's been really different in Mexico here it's still peak time and yet there are parts of uh, the city that are opening up parts of the country that are opening up but they are still high in their cases, number of cases in COVID-19, and it, that curve hasn't really been flattened yet. So I was a bit hesitant to go back to the United States, but it, it fell intuitively like the right time. And 
Where I'm going is Ranchita, California at Silver Horse Retreat with my Horse Constellations mentor, Sarah Fancy, and her five horses. She used to have seven horses. If you've been listening in, oh gosh, maybe it was like a year ago, I visited, I mentored with her. I did some somatic work with the horses, dancing and meditation with the horses, and constellations work with them. Uh, for myself and learning the experience with horses with Sarah and you can find those episodes I'll link them in the show notes but it's at my site candice.com slash dancing with horses and slash horse constellations and so I'll be returning to this remote place outside of San Diego and at the moment as I'm speaking I'm just looking overhead because there is a giant flock of pelicans flying by in a V formation. Some of them are out of order <laughs> and they're trying to get into their place. Um, I've been watching them for some time every day, every day. I love watching them about this time. It's about 6 p.m. where I'm at here and they tend to fly towards the Arcos, these um, giant rocks over yonder to my left um, and then they start swooping around they'll take laps around this bay and then swoop around those big giant rocks in the ocean in the bay and they're so pretty they're, they like dance with each other when they swoop around in circles it's always interesting to see the one pelican go the other direction while the entire flock, with seemingly entire flock, is going the other way. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like that one pelican. So are you ready to get on a plane with me? <laughs> I'm a bit nervous. I will be, of course, wearing a mask. Uh, my flight already... I had planned out a direct flight from Puerto Vallarta to San Diego, San Diego, and that already this week has been canceled by the airline, and I've been given two flights, and there are zero direct flights going out now. And my first reaction was like, like I'm going to find the better flight, and I'm going to complain, or I'm going to get my money back. And then I sat with it. I looked at the other options, and honestly, this is the best option. So, uh, it's got a long layover in San Francisco, but the flight times are shorter, so it'll be better if I'm near people that it's a shorter time being around people in close proximity on the plane. So stay tuned for that at the end of the episode. But right now, here I am in the last days of me being in Mexico, and I'm really sad to say goodbye to the ocean. And I won't be able to send you ocean vibes anymore direct, but whatever I've held in my body, hopefully that can, can um, carry through. So while I've been here, I've been doing a lot of swimming, cooking, sleeping, Sometimes on the beach, a lot of crying, a lot of healing, talking with my guides, using my pendulum, and just checking in and making certain decisions by surrendering. I've been podcasting, I've been doing 
Uh, I did a workshop. I wrote a lot and started writing a book and quit and started writing it again and quit. Some of you have been following my process on that. I've also been day trading a little bit with stocks and learning how the stock market works. It's been actually very fun. And many of you know I'm writing a book about money. Well, I was. I don't know what I'm doing with it anymore. But there will be some money talk coming up. It feels uh, just like a fun game, actually, at this point. Sometimes I use my pendulum to make decisions. There are people in my family that have been trading for some time and historically. And I'm sure they would not approve of my my way of day trading, but I am also learning techniques and tools. I've also watched a lot of Netflix at times and rested and just done nothing while in the midst of healing all sorts of pieces of me that uh, wanted this spacious ocean place to emerge. So at some points I had been in quite a cocoon and I know that wherever you are listening to this you may have been in the same place or you may be an essential worker that has been going crazy and um, risking your life wherever you're at I I hope that this time has shown you whatever you need to see and that you get the chance to reflect and integrate that Some of what I've experienced has been working with my relationship to the masculine and to men and what my lived beliefs and assumptions are about that, working with some anger, young anger, towards my father and feels like towards certain situations of um, feeling pushed down. In a couple of episodes ago, I talked about existential loneliness and discovering that I am connected with star systems and how that feeling of of leaving them, leaving the star system, the star system and the family that was there made me feel like I was alone in this world. And now I feel really grounded. That peace is integrated. It's not part of my daily process much anymore except for a resource to me at times if I do feel like I need to access the wisdom that might come through the energy that might be offered from that space. I've worked with developing stronger boundaries in myself and taking up the space that is mine and a stronger sense of self. This time has really accelerated a lot of things that may have stayed in the closet had I been going on Um, traveling and moving around, staying in one place and letting my body uh, percolate what wanted to come through. But also just being, a deepening in my ability to be and feel pleasure in presence. I also faced death in a tiny way. I know some of you out there might be experiencing it in really... Uh, much stronger, deeper, or even more painful ways, or being more confronted with it head on. My experience of it was just facing the death of others, feeling scared of losing close people in my life and what that would mean for me, and feeling those feelings through. 
And what really has developed over the time I've been in Mexico, plus the time I've stayed here in one place, I've been in Mexico since February, is surrender to who I am, what wants to come through, where I need to be, where I'm guided to be, and to really be in alignment with myself, with what's right for me now. To sense the deeper alignment and be vibrationally congruent with my blueprint of who I am and what I'm here to do. And that's at times been really challenging when I'm pulled by different parts of myself, anxious parts maybe to do something or other parts that feel uh, needy in certain ways, but to love myself, love those parts of myself into the fold of the wholeness, the presence that my whole being is. So I'm leaving Mexico. It really saddens me. I love Mexico so much. And as many of you know, that have been listening when I did that solo travel episode, I was really scared to come to Mexico. I was scared of danger and uh, just had different projections and beliefs of what it would be like here. And certainly there is danger here in different places, but uh, I think I was letting that be a tool to work through my own beliefs and my own body's experience and developing more safety. And here I am now at the ocean and this ocean has really held me. It has shaken me at times, stirred me, soothed me. In the beginning, I was like, oh, this ocean is so loud. Like, how can I sleep? And now it feels like a soothing sound that, that rocks me to sleep. And it was actually the ocean that first inspired Reverie. I started to feel like I wanted to bring more artistry into the podcast. I know there's a lot of um, information I still want to share and personal experience, but I wanted to bring um, a feeling of my own expression and artistry, creativity, playfulness, and also uh, a vulnerability. The first one that and the next one coming up soon are like energetic downloads of supporting the vibration of being entirely you, being in your belonging, in your worthiness, in your loving for yourself, feeling enough just as you are. And so being in this place has inspired a lot of creativity and helped me find a new footing in how I want to share that outwardly. So while I'm saying goodbye, I'm also saying hello to being in California and being with horses again. I, about a year and a half ago now, tried to live in Ireland for two months and it only lasted two weeks. <laughs> that was a tough experience. And there were many reasons for that, but this one, um, 
I know a lot more about how this might be and how I'll be held in this experience. So I think it's going to be a good one. I will be cleaning horse poop again, and I will be feeding horses, but I'll also get to be spending a lot of time with horses and sidebar. I don't know. I don't really mind doing those things for horses uh, and for people around those spaces, but I also get to be spending time just sharing space with horses and, communicating with them psychically in a closer proximity and it will be sad to not see silver and jackie who were there when i first arrived about a year ago silver is who jackie named silver horse or who sarah named silver horse retreat for because this horse this gray horse was a really powerful healer and he passed away last year and Jackie died as well about three weeks ago now Jackie was the horse that had really good boundaries and would screech and pick up her back foot every time this other horse Mayhe got too close and it would sound like and I just I loved her (laughs) from someone who has had to learn boundaries for many, many years over time. Seeing how strong she is in her boundary is just so delightful to me. Gives me more permission. So um, that's what's going on there. I'll be living in a small little trailer. It's like a tiny home. I'm excited about that. It's all set in the mountains. And this will be another adventure. And I feel like living in Mexico, moving around, and then living here and not being able to move around a lot at all has prepared me for a lot of unknown and for being flexible with whatever may happen. So I'm excited to bring you along on the journey. And this next segment here is going to be... um, me getting to the airport in Puerto Vallarta and heading over, heading over via plane, two planes to California, back to the US during this time of coronavirus. So for a moment here, I'll just leave you with the ocean sounds, the birds surrounding the wind. As I say goodbye, Feel free to say your goodbyes too. And the trucks, of course. (laughs) And as I say goodbye here to Mexico and the ocean, and the peace that this place has afforded me in the midst of chaos, I invite you to to take a moment and feel into what this time has been like for you. What is still being digested in you and what you're looking forward to. As I know many places in the US and around the world have started opening up again. It's a good chance to allow 
what you've experienced to take root in your body, to set in the things that you want to keep and take forward with you. The things that have changed you or touched your heart. The ways in which you might commit to being now or the things in your life that that feel right for you to move towards. And I invite you to just feel in your body what all this feels like at the moment, what emotions are here and any messages you're getting from your body or the outer world. As we do this, there's this little crab staring at me from his shell. Oh, and now he's not interested, walking away. And at the time of recording all of this, we were just on the precipice of the movement to protest police brutality and to stand up for black people that just flared up in the United States and all over the world. So uh, on top of everything going on with the pandemic, there was this. security and everything was quite a breeze, although um, there weren't as many employees working, so things were a little slow, but we've got about a hundred people on this flight. Most people are every other seat on Alaska Air, and I lucked out and got a row to myself in a window seat. People are not doing a very good job of social distancing or physical distancing here but I was talking to the Uber driver on the way to the airport and he was like most most people he knows thinks it's all a hoax like a government hoax they didn't know anyone that had COVID-19 so um, I think a lot of people are not so believing what's going on in Mexico so, we're on board, it's a three-hour flight, see you in San Francisco. Oh, and by the way, nobody took my temperature or anything, nothing, I didn't have any sort of screening, just basically went through a normal check-in process and walked right onto the plane. Okay, this 
flight is really empty. I'm watching over this gorgeous sunset over the clouds. It's like bright reddish orange and then straight into blue. And yep, there are about eight people on this flight and there were hardly any people in the airport security. I was in the security check line. I was the only person there for like I don't know, I saw one or two people pass through, but when I approached, nobody was there but me. And um, same thing, I did not get checked for my temperature or anything special. Everyone's wearing masks. The boarding protocol is a little bit different. They're boarding people from the back to forward instead of forward to back, which I think is a better way to go anyway. So, so far so good, we're really spaced out, we just had to be for takeoff closer together so that we were in different spots of the plane for the weight limits and things like that. So I am this much closer to being at my destination awaiting the next adventure. I'm going to be arriving really late so I'm crossing my fingers that I get an Uber to drive me an hour and a half outside of San Diego at about 11 p.m. Pacific time. Otherwise, I am going to have to grab a hotel room last minute. Hey everyone, I made it. It's been a long, long, long day. It's now past midnight in Pacific time, which would have been 2, past 2 a.m. in Central time. So this is way, way, way past my bedtime. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to make it from the airport out here as I landed at about 10.30 p.m. And... Luckily, I negotiated something with the taxi driver because no Uber or Lyfts would pick me up. I'm here. It's dark. This trailer is adorable. It's got a full-size bed in it, a little couch, a whole kitchen, and I'm excited to see the horses and Sarah tomorrow. So that's all for tonight, and maybe tomorrow you'll get to hear some of the horses Thanks for journeying with me on this little field trip that we had, and stay tuned for what's coming in the next couple of weeks as I spend lots of time with these horses meditating, dancing, learning from Sarah, exploring with them, and doing horse constellations maybe. We'll see what else. If you want to get a little taste for my life here out in California for the time being, with the horses and out in the mountains, living in a little tiny home trailer, tune in later this week. If you're subscribed to the podcast, it'll just show up later this week for you. And if not, you can find it at CandiceWu.com slash leaving Mexico. There you'll hear some sound bites of being with the horses 
me mucking out and some of the things that I'm doing on a day-to-day to, -day to um, get with the basics here. Also, I have a new online workshop that you can access through video. It's touch in a time of physical distancing or just supporting yourself with soothing touch. You can find this at candacewoo.com touch and it's in two parts. Part one is nine different tools for self-touch that give soothing, grounding, bringing your system out of freeze state, supporting any emotions that you're moving through, developing capacity and support in moving through trauma and healing trauma, as well as enhancing your pleasure, your ability to be present, and to feel like you can support yourself through whatever you're experiencing. And part two is Ally with Your Wall, where you'll learn techniques to partner with your wall for feeling that someone's got your back, feeling support in your body through your whole experience in your body, moving through anger, frustration, or what I call red energy, as well as supporting the body in capacity and healing and fortifying your boundaries. In both of these parts, you'll learn trauma basics as well. You can find all that at candacewoo.com touch. And these are videos that you can access at your own pace, access certain segments of it if you'd like. And for a limited time, it's pay what you can or what you'd like to. The proceeds support the podcast and all of the content that I put out there. And it's greatly appreciated. See you next time on the Embody Podcast.